Solomon was the third and final king of the unified nation of Israel, succeeding King Saul and King David. He was the son of David and Bathsheba, the former wife of Uriah the Hittite, whom David had killed to cover his infidelity with Bathsheba while her husband was on the battlefront. He's often referred to as the wisest and wealthiest man who ever lived, and he's the traditional author of multiple books of the Bible, all of which fall into the poetry section of the Old Testament. Solomon wrote the Song of Solomon, the Book of Ecclesiastes, and much of the Book of Proverbs. His writing of Ecclesiastes is disputed by some, but Solomon is the only son of David to be king over Israel in Jerusalem. Solomon ruled for 40 years. Solomon also built God's first temple in Jerusalem, which is why it's known as Solomon's Temple. Solomon is a key figure in the biblical narrative and holds an important place in Jewish and Christian tradition. When Solomon rose to the throne, he sought after God, and God gave him an opportunity to request for whatever he desired. Solomon humbly recognized his inability to rule well and nobly asked God for the wisdom he would need to govern God's people righteously. As a result, God basically gave him the jackpot of divine gifts. According to 2 Chronicles 111-12, Since this is your heart's desire, and you have not asked for wealth, possessions, or honor, nor the death of your enemies, and since you have not asked for a long life, but for wisdom and knowledge to govern my people, over whom I have made you king, therefore wisdom and knowledge will be given to you. And I will also give you wealth, possessions, and honor, such as no king who was before you ever had, and none after you will have. God gave him wisdom and also wealth. In fact, King Solomon was greater in riches and wisdom than all the other kings of the earth. 1 Kings 10.23 God also gave Solomon peace on all fronts during most of his reign. In time, Solomon's wisdom became known throughout the region, and as his reputation grew, other rulers came to question and learn from him. All the kings of the earth sought audience with Solomon to hear the wisdom God had put in his heart. A well-known example of Solomon's wisdom is his judgment in a dispute over the identity of the actual mother of an infant child, found in 1 Kings 3.16-28. Solomon offered to split the living child in half, understanding that the true mother would prefer to lose her son to another woman than to have him killed. Solomon was not only wise in his rule as king, but had an excellent general wisdom as well. The Queen of Sheba traveled 1,200 miles to confirm the stories of his wisdom and dignity. Solomon answered all of her questions. Nothing was too hard for the king to explain to her. When the Queen of Sheba saw all the wisdom of Solomon and the palace he had built, the food on his table, the seating of his officials, the attending servants in their robes, his cupbearers, and the burnt offerings he made at the temple of the Lord, she was overwhelmed. Solomon showed not only his knowledge, but also his wisdom into action in the way his kingdom operated. While Solomon is revered for his wisdom and establishing the first Jewish temple, he's also renowned for his sin. He had numerous wives and concubines, indulged in idolatry, and married foreign women. According to 1 Kings 11, Solomon had 700 wives and 300 concubines, 
The Bible is pretty clear that this was not what God intended or desired, and it's even directly tied to Solomon's downfall. His wives turned his heart towards other gods, and in kind, he turned Israel's heart toward them too. Solomon was renowned for his wisdom, but that didn't protect him from making some pretty serious mistakes. He understood how the world worked, and instead of living in harmony with God and his order for the world, he tried to exploit it and bend it to his own advantage. He built God a temple and then surrounded it with places to worship other gods. He ignored God's warning against having many wives, accumulating great wealth, and sending Israelites back to Egypt. Solomon was given so much more than his father before him, but while in many ways he followed his father's footsteps, he ultimately failed to live up to his father's example of obedience. Wisdom is a valuable gift, and God gave Solomon an abundance of it. But with that wisdom came an even greater temptation to trust his own judgment rather than humbly walking with God, which makes it more remarkable that Solomon said, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all ways submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. Proverbs 3.5-6 Solomon probably learned that lesson the hard way. God was not pleased with him and planned to end his ministry. God sets a high standard for leaders. According to 1 Kings 11.9-11, Now the Lord was angry with Solomon because his heart was turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice and commanded him concerning this thing that he should not go after other gods, but he did not observe what the Lord had commanded. So the Lord said to Solomon, Because you have done this, and you have not kept my covenant and my statues, which I have commanded you, I will surely tear the kingdom from you, and will give it to your servant. God ended his ministry, and did not let him enter the promised land. We must be careful and avoid a wrong concept of Christ's love. There's a lot we can gain from Solomon's wisdom, and thankfully, we can learn from his mistakes too. Near the end of his reign, Solomon had several enemies, and even one of his own advisors, Jeroboam, rebelled against him. But after 40 years as king, Solomon died of natural causes. He was the last king of Israel before the nation split in two, with his son Rehoboam ruling the southern kingdom of Judah, and Solomon's former advisor, Jeroboam ruling the northern kingdom of Israel. 